When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair. We do have a question for you this hour, and that question is, what are you excited to watch, whether it's on television or it's in the movie theater? 651-641-1071. What are you excited to be watching coming up? But before we get to people's calls, we'll give you some time to dial. Um, I want to remind everybody that tomorrow is a very special day at the Minnesota State Fair, Saturday. Lucky you. 11 to 1, we will be doing our annual Team Cobra Tells All episode. We do this once a year on the Saturday that we broadcast live from the Minnesota State Fair. And we will, no holds barred, tell you all the the behind-the-scenes stories that we've got. Now, I do want to just solicit... If you've got questions, oh sure, it's more fun when we can answer people's questions. And the best way to to get those in is to tweet us. I'm at my talk, Colleen. Your what's what are we doing? To, uh, let's see, Bradley Trainer, I think is my name. Okay, is that your Twitter handle? Yeah. Okay, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. So I just you... I, for a moment I was like, I think it's Bradley Trainer, but <laughs> my Instagram for Why some reason has you. your the J. J. Okay, so. You can tweet us, or you can go to mytalk1071.com and go to the Team Cobra, Colleen and Bradley Show page, and you can email us there. But we love to get your questions because it makes it more fun, and then we're not just recycling the same old stories. Which we'll be happy to do. Oh, trust us. We'd love to tell the same story over Mm -hmm. and over again. It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, Anyway, 651-641-1071. That's what you're excited to listen to, I know. But what are you excited to watch, either on television or at the movie theater? And Holly, you just let us know uh, when we've got some phone calls. Why are we asking? I just was thinking about it. You know, that's all. I was like, listen, there's lots of stuff. Now, I... Because... First of all, I need to build a list, a queue, if you will, of things that I would like to watch. Because I have that thing happen... Where I get done watching something and then I go, okay, now what? Like, now what do I do? And then you're like aiming, you know, you're starting things and right. like, oh, I don't want to watch that. And then, you know, you right. get an episode in and you're like, that was a waste of my time. And you need a good recommendation to yeah. jump into. But also I'm realizing like there's movies out there I'm not even aware of. So 651-641-1071, what are you excited to watch? Whether it's television, and the movies or a movie. for Colleen, they, they need to be on a streaming device eventually. Yeah, like sooner rather than later. Thank you very much. She won't go to the theater. I don't. I don't. I generally don't love going to the theater anyway, but certainly not now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to share air with people as much as possible. Thank you. Yeah, we're just. That's just yeah, not no, my I comfort level. Um, Bradley, what are you excited to watch? Oh gosh. Well. Uh, 
for movies, I mean, I've been waiting all year oh. for Dune. Dune. November 22nd, Holly? What, what are you doing? Uh, no, I think it's coming out in October. Is it really? Okay. You got, he knows this. He just can't remember when it's... But yes. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for Dune. They did move it a few times. Yeah, but October yes. 22nd. Mark oh my calendar. God, That's I my son's wait. birthday. Is it really? Yes. Well, does, uh, no. Uh, I, I also... So in the lead up to that movie, I want to read the book again. And so I got to like time that out because I got to figure out how long it's going to take me to read the book because I want to be finishing the book right as I'm about to watch the movie. Oh my gosh, that just sounds like a lot of work. Dune is a really good book. So I what just... is the premise of that? The spice. Um, well, it's a big it's a whole world, man. Okay. But essentially, there's this guy. He goes to. I don't it's even... fine if you don't want to do it. He right basically now. I can is look like it up on Wikipedia. Picked Picked, he ends up being a guy who's supposed to save this planet, uh, uh, but there's a hitch in the giddy up. But there's this whole like intergalactic Does system. Hilarity ensue but, or no? No, there's no hilarity. Okay. But it is. It's it's just a really well written. If you like, this is too nerdy for you. It's fine. I apologize. It's fine. But if you like, uh, you know, t- to go into a universe right, that's like already other been worlds. created, you like worlds that has been well written. Yeah. Right. Um, that is believable and there's you know like a whole backstory and there's a whole history mm-hmm. and it's really just a good adventure story um, as well so you've got sort of all of those things together uh, Bradley's excited to watch Dune 651 <laughs> what are you to excited get me to watch to not talk about Dune call we have a couple of callers and neither of them is excited to see Dune okay well I would like to give a quick update before we get to our first caller because there's a parade. The parade is on, and it is happening. And so you are going to hear some fun festivities in the background, but we will take the calls. Holly, who do we have on the line? We'll start with Carol Ann. Hi, Carol Ann. What are you excited to watch? I had no idea. I felt like I was living under a rock. I didn't know the new Dexter reboot was coming out. I'm so excited. Okay, so the new Dexter reboot. Thank you, Carol Ann. I have not watched the, uh, the first time around uh, the Dexter but there is a reboot coming out, and so she's excited to watch that. Um, and I don't. Oh shoot! I should have asked. I I've never watched. Where that is. I've never watched the original Dexter. Neither have I. Uh, Didn't Alexis love that show? Yes, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. and Jay, I mean the whole morning show. I think loved that show. Yeah, uh, it's Holly, about a, a guy who kills. He's people. like a, but he's like a just murderer. Like oh, okay. he murders for justice. He just murders. He just murders yeah. for justice. Just um, that, for they really murder. should have called it that. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Steve's on the line. Hi, Steve. What are you watching? Steve, what are you excited to watch? Uh, it's called The Courier on Amazon Prime. Got the that Courier. Benjamin Cumberbunch in it. Awesome. Oh, what is what what role does he play in that series? He plays a uh, mild-mannered salesman that's uh, starting to go into Eastern Europe and sell machinery for various people, and then he ends up being a or a courier for the British government taking secrets from a Russian high agency person for the, the uh, Cuban, air, Cuban Missile Crisis. So check did it out. Did you say that's on Amazon Prime? Yes. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, the Courier. The Courier, yeah. On I love it, Prime. Benedict Cumberbatch, so I'm here for that. You are here for that. I am maybe not going to be here for that, but... I do like a good spy thriller. 
Who doesn't? Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have somebody else telling us what we should be watching uh, that's coming either to theaters or to our screens at home. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to join us after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, there's competing music on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. And uh, we do have a parade just for you, but at this time on the show, live from the Minnesota State Fair, we're also going to welcome our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies because uh, he's going to tell us what we should be watching. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hello. I wish I could be there in person with you at the fair, so please eat all the food for me. Oh, well... We will eat our way through it for you, um, but while Thank we have, you. you know, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to, we're having, a, it's loud here, so we're, it's hard okay. to hear you, but we're going to work through it. What okay. should we be watching this weekend? There is a big new movie in theaters today called Candyman. So if you remember, the first Candyman came out in 1992, scaring horror movie fans. And now we've got a sequel on our hands starring Yaha Abdul-Mateen II. You may remember him from the TV show Watchmen. He plays this up-and-coming artist, really trying to, he's trying to find inspiration for his next piece. Until he starts hearing about this legend of who Candyman was, what this neighborhood of Cabrini Green was like, he creates this piece and kind of um, transpires... Candyman all over again, getting the, can- the, the name Candyman back in people's mouths to figure out who his real identity was and this kind of horrific reflection of society today in relationship to who Candyman was. I don't remember, I did not, I was not a huge horror Ooh. person, so I don't remember Candyman, was Candyman a person? Candyman was a person, yes, and you, you find out a little bit more in this about who Candyman was, but the the legend behind this, this urban legend was that if you said his name in the mirror five times, oh, he would yeah. appear behind you. And then he lured kids in with candy. And so the you don't need to have seen the... Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, the thing that was interesting about it is, um, it, it, I, this is my recollection of it. The, the community of Cabrini Green in Chicago is a real actual community. Yeah. And that was the first I had heard of it. And it did yeah. sort of, like, shine a light on Cabrini Green. Yes. I mean, that's that kind of the kickoff to what this movie is, is, learning about how Cabrini Green was this low-income black neighborhood. And in this movie, we learn that Cabrini Green has basically been torn down, gentrified into a white, preppy millennial neighborhood. And as you learn about Candyman, we are learning about police brutality. You know, we talk about how horror movies in the genre is really at its best when it can shine a light on the horrors of society today. And Nia DaCosta, this great director who directed and co-wrote this with Jordan Peele, they're really talking about gentrification and police brutality in, and then using this kind of scary movie monster that we've kind of all heard about and shining a light on today's issues and, you know, the healing process as well. So do you think they pull it off in the sequel? I really do. I mean, I thought that they, it gives you so much to think about, you know, in terms of all of those scenes. And, you know, throughout the movie, you're talking about, you know, say his name. And we've heard that in the headlines recently with George Floyd and Breonna oh, Taylor sure. say their names. So there's such a connection that I really dug it. And Yaha Abdul-Mateen II is such a fantastic actor. He was also in the trial of the Chicago 7 as well. And just kind of seeing his descent and kind of unraveling into madness is really fascinating in this movie i and it's shot impeccably it's like it's shocking but there's also restraint there's a lot of use of mirrors as the kind of this this theme of reflection as well 
I thought it's really, really well done. Okay, so did I? You may have said this and I missed it, but did you like the first Candyman? And and I, did this feel more important just in terms of messaging? I I did enjoy the first Candyman. Um, I don't I didn't see it back then, so I don't have a connection to it of like its historical context per se. Because there's that historical context with that movie, but I thought that even this one. I I enjoyed better seeing it fresh and seeing it with today's world, you know, today's lens, today's world. So I really dug that, you know, and Nia DaCosta, a great filmmaker on the rise. Her next film is going to be a big Marvel movie, the next Captain Marvel movie um, is going to be with her, too. So I think we, I, I hope that people go see it and support her work. Paul, how many uh, ticket stubs for Candyman? Yeah, four, four and a half out of five ticket stubs. If people go see it, let me know. I'd love to hear from you on uh, social media at Paul's Movie Trip. And then I got to interview Yaha Abdul Mateen II as well. So you can go to my YouTube channel, Paul's Trip to Movies, to see that full interview as well. Awesome. Fabulous. You have another option for us to check out in theaters. Right. So if you want more scary, because who doesn't in life, go see The Night House. And this is using the themes of grief around death. It stars Rebecca Hall as a recently widowed woman named Beth who is now trying to kind of pass the days in her house and now she believes that her husband is now haunting it and as we see her going through these stages of grief how does that affect her kind of opening up this rabbit hole of who her husband may have been as she's finding files and it's uh, you know again using grief to talk about death and horror using a horror movie to talk about grief Okay, just so you know, Paul, when we go away, it's just because we're shutting our mics down because we've got a very loud band coming by, and we want to hear what you're saying. This sounds like a really interesting premise for, for a movie. It is. You know, I will say, again, what we talked about with Candyman, when, you, when, we talk, when we use scary movies or the horror genre, like a ghost story, just talk about mental health or topical themes. I think that's what it works well. So if you love living in a cabin or near the woods, you will definitely get some eerie vibes out of this. And I think that this director, you can tell, is inspired by A Nightmare on Elm Street because you don't always know, like, when she's awake, when she's having nightmares, you know, this kind of fragile, you know, this woman's kind of in a fragile state and how does she kind of unravel unsure of what her husband was like. It's a really kind of clever ghost story that I thought was pretty good and doesn't fall into the kind of things that go bump in the night trap too much. I mean, there is some of that in the movie, but there it's still an interesting think piece as well. You know, the way you're describing it, it reminds me of um, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh my gosh. Is that, is there, I mean, is there sort of like a sensibility that's similar? Yeah, I would say so, for sure. I mean, I hadn't thought about that, but now that you mention it, I mean, that series on Netflix as well, very much about grief and death and moving on in this house and what do all of, what does all that mean with the memories and the history that you have with someone in the house and when you were there alone, all that kind of comes rushing back to you and how do you reconcile some of that and kind of have a clear mind? Yeah, that's a great comparison. I imagine, too, it's, it's interesting to me that you have these two horror films that are coming out now I'm surprised yeah. it wouldn't be a little bit, you know, later, closer to, you know, yeah, Halloween. Yeah, because we're not quite there well, in a yet. Couple weeks, yeah, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to get the next Halloween movie, Halloween Kills. And so I think that is going to be like the scary movie of October. And Candyman was supposed to, well, that and Halloween was supposed to come out last year. Now they're coming out this year. So I think we've got a lot of like calendar reshuffling going on. And I think it kind of comes down to what, what release dates were available this year that weren't already taken by other movies that were then rescheduled. So how many ticket stubs for that one, Paul? 
I think that the Nighthouse, I'm giving it three and a half out of five. I was, I like the execution of it. I think it's a fascinating concept. Rebecca Hall, when you're talking about really great acting in horror movies, she's fantastic. I mean, ranks up with her with some of the other, like, you know, really like, I think about like Tony Collette, Hereditary, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, Neff Campbell in Scream, like those really honest, truthful performances in a horror movie when it's right. more than just like a flasher flick. And is this one we can only see in theaters right now? Yes. Yes, for not right now in theaters, but I think with both of these, you know, if you wait a couple of weeks, they will be available on demand. I think that studios know that if they really want to try to make their profit again, they will have to put it on demand relatively close to the theatrical release. I'm here for that. You know, that's my program right now. Paul McGuire yeah, Grimes, I, thank you so much for joining us. Are you going to be on Twin Cities Live today? Not today. I'm going to be off the next couple of weeks, but next week I want to prep you guys for Cinderella. Ooh. Uh-oh. Cannot wait. We'll Camilla Cabello. Shamila. Yeah. Cannot wait. Shamila, hey, here we are. Thank you, Paul McGuire Grimes. Thanks, Paul. trip to the movies. Check him out online on all of his social medias. Uh... And on his YouTube channel, because you can see all of his great interviews with those wonderful actors and actresses and all the movies that he talks about, many of the movies he talks about. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots, after this on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the State Fair and the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. The parade is done. And Thank that means, no, oh, I love a parade. Yeah, but it's really loud when yeah. it's during our show That's and we're trying true. to talk. It's an annual tradition. We do it every year. Uh, but right now, a daily tradition is to tell you about the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Good job. Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Like? Like? Oh, I didn't even check to see where this place was. I mean, was. that would be helpful. I know. And now my computer's on oh, the front. No. Hold the phone. Oh, no. I'll have to make it up again like Just I did lie. yesterday. Just, Just lie. lie. Just tell the lie. Okay, this is in Japan. Okay. We are uh, we are going on a trip. I'm fine with that. Uh, and we are going to meet 41-year-old man. We don't have his name. Okay. A man in Japan who tried to rob a store the other day. Oh, no. Now, that's garden variety, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Somebody tries to rob a store. Big yep. deal. But when it's a robbery, that means that there is some sort of weapon that poses a threat involved. And so that is the thing that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. It is the weapon that he used. Would you like to guess? Was it a chair? Nope. Okay. Was it a rubber ball? No, but that's good. A person? Nope. It was a lighter. A a lighter? He walked in, pulled out a lighter, lit it up, and then told the cashier to give him all the money in the register, or he'd burn him. With his lighter? With his lighter. Oh. Uh, wow, that's a new one. I know. I'll, I'll burn, burn you. you with the lighter. Okay. Must... Uh, the cashier smartly, wisely refused to give him the money and then called the police. And then when the cops got there, guess what happened? He lit him. 
he threatened them. Oh, he threatened the cops with the lighter? With the lighter. Were they able to get the lighter away from him? Uh, they were. He's uh, He was arrested. Okay. And he's facing charges for attempted robbery, assaulting a police officer, and obstructing justice. With a lighter. With a brick. Things are so different in other parts of the world. So true. It is so true. I don't feel like somebody would try to do that here. No. They would use something bigger more than a lighter yeah right mm-hmm. Ooh. where are we going next bradley we are going to buckhannon west virginia Ooh, i've never been and i want to tell you about an upshur county man did you say buck canyon buck hannon or buchanan buck hannon buck b-u-c-k-h-a-n-n-o-n got it buck hannon buck hannon west virginia okay where an upshur county man mm. has been charged with pot possession okay but that's pretty is it legal there garden variety right literally no i mean it's not legal which is why he was arrested oh yeah sure that makes sense um but that's a pretty common behavior to you know have the pot right yeah sure it's not that unusual that's not crazy stupidity worthy so what happened was on august 25th troopers from the west virginia state police's marijuana eradication detail working in upshur county were called as a backup to the upshur county home where this guy lived according to a criminal complaint apparently they'd been trolling the area with a helicopter and they found some marijuana growth areas oh yeah but no, again, none of this. Um, they took the guy into custody. He was growing several marijuana plants in his home garden. None of this. Uh, and they saw they that from like, a helicopter. Yeah, because they do that. They got you know technology and things. They got right? stuff. Additionally, they say the guy was like, "I'm growing these because I don't. I didn't want to take pain pills." And they were like, well, okay, you know. And that'll alleviate some pain. But that's illegal. Right. But none of that is crazy, stupid, idiot status. What's crazy, stupid, idiot status is why the real reason he said he um, he had his marijuana plants. The real reason he said he why had his marijuana Why he grew mar- the marijuana plants. He was doing it for somebody else. No, that's a good guess. He was holding it for somebody else. That's a good guess, but not that. Um, because an alien told him to do it. Nope. Um, because he didn't trust drug dealers. <laughs> So he didn't want to have to worry about anybody else. He just wanted to grow his own. You know, everybody says don't get high off your own supply. Why is why do they say that? I don't know, but that's the maybe because it rhymes. I don't know. Don't get oh because it means like you shouldn't be get high off your own supply. I mean, I know what it means. saying where it comes from. Why do they say that? I don't know. I'm assuming because you're the drug dealer. If you're addicted. To your own thing. Oh, then you can't then, deal well. Then you can't like, you make money off of somebody else. Right. Right? Okay. I'm not trying to give life skills no. to drug dealers. I'm no. just saying I think that's the where the phrase comes from. I think you're probably where right. Where are we going next? Kentucky. Kentucky. We are going to Mead School District in Kentucky. And, you know, I don't like to make kids my crazy, stupid idiots. But but so, you will. But sometimes... You used to do that all the time, actually. All the time? Willow Smith, I think. Oh, you went that after... That was a D-bag situation, yeah, I'm sure. Colleen got on a bus once. Okay. <laughs> which is the second kidding. time in a day we had to bring that I'm one up. I'm just kidding. Uh, can't do but that she this did. year. She can't did. do that Threatened this a child. year. I did not threaten the I'm child. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just gave some life advice, okay? Um, All right, so, but this is happening in the Meade County School District. They have got a problem on their hands. Now, technically, this does not go against their um, dress code, but they have a group 
of kids in the school district who insist on dressing and behaving like, you want to guess? Animals? Felines. Oh, my God. Cats. Of Nothing course. more of than course, felines. Of course, cat lovers would be the ones dressing like cats. Okay. Now, I want to read you what a grandmother of a district student Wait, is this say. a bad thing? You're not supposed to be dressing as a cat? Well, you be the judge. Okay. Because right. I would like to read to you what a grandmother said. She said, uh, these people, they'll hiss at you and they'll scratch you if they don't like something you're doing. What? I was hearing rumblings of this last year, but it got really bad when they went back to school this year. I have two grandkids in school. And my grandkids don't want to go to school anymore. That's a Maybe thing? Maybe they have a cat allergy. So they're like... Know. They're like alley cats? Yeah, they're cats. They hiss Stray and scratch cats. when they don't like things. They dress up like cats. This is, I think the problem is TikTok or YouTube. Agreed. One of those, one of those social it's, media platforms. I feel like it's TikTok. I yeah. mean, let's stick with TikTok because it's not. YouTube is like old people like us okay. watch YouTube too. Also, really quickly. Yeah. So Jamie's cousin is in town okay. with her daughter mm -hmm. and she's six. Yep. She was acting out TikToks last night. For sure. I'm like, she doesn't, she's not on TikTok. She just knows. She That's knows TikToks. And also there was this whole thing. They're called sad TikToks. She's like, I'm going to do another sad TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what a sad TikTok is, but it's a thing. And she was like, <laughs> okay, these young girls are like, do you know what I'm talking right about? Are they, that's a thing? Sad what is TikToks? Sad, what, I have no idea. But she was acting out that she's six years old and she was acting out these sad TikToks. And she was like explaining them. You know, instead of like we so would watch how them. How does she know them? She watches YouTube. On YouTube, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys, it's all it's it's all the thing. And here, I, you know, I watch a fair amount of YouTube. I'm not watching the same Listen, YouTube as a six year old though. This is what I like to tell people. I like to tell this to my kids. We've talked about this. In fact, we just talked about it earlier this week when we were doing our all the things that we used to do when we were kids. Yeah. Right, like that chubby story, and yeah. then there's like we did we didn't did you ever have put marshmallow uh, not mar yeah chubby marshmallows bunny. chubby bunny, chubby bunny. Yeah. we did all these things and we didn't have the information super highway we didn't have apps we didn't have ways for these things to cross yeah we had over sticks. state borders we like, had dirt yeah we had to like send up smoke signals to other people to tell them how to behave we had crayons but we ate them somehow everybody knew everybody knew it's true all the chance, like when you would sit at the bus the, stop and do the like miss mary mac 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 all dressed four square but yeah, we all knew how to do all this stuff. Or even just this. Even just when your Nintendo game didn't work, you knew to blow in it. Yeah. Everybody did it. But we didn't have a way to tell each other to do it. So I want somebody to do that study. How did we figure that out? How did we figure all that stuff out? Yeah. Yeah. Also, we didn't need no TikTok. How did, how did we, like, you know, leave the house for eight hours a day? And our parents had... No idea no where tracking. we were. There were no tracking like devices. Like you guys, I've three times during the show checked to see where my children are. Three times during the show. Yeah. My mom was like, bye. She was like, as long as you're home by e's. sundown. Actually, she put seven E's on that. Yeah. She was like, bye. As long as you're home by sundown. Come home for dinner. Yep. No but phone. No phone. No way to get a hold of you. Unless you went to, like, if we went to the mall, we'd bring a quarter so we could call. Yes. If we needed to, yes. to for a ride home. And I bring one quarter, and if you used it and got a busy signal... Yeah. Do you remember Did you this? have to pay the quarter? No, you get it back. Yeah, okay. I was going to say... So you just keep calling, but yeah. if nobody answered... Or what was the best or way... Or if the answering machine got it... Is you call, bye. collect, and just say, I'm coming home, and hang up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but we had Instead a baby, of saying it's a boy. Your name, <laughs> we had a baby, it's a boy. 
We got a baby. It's the boy. Yeah, that's from a commercial. Uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, guys. you can watch. Yeah, like an AT and T or Ma Bell commercial. Uh, like MC, what was MCI? The, was that it? One eight hundred. When collect. kids, we used to have to pay for telephone oh, calls. My, okay, when when you were in college, when you went to college, you had two options. You could either get the long distance plan. At least at my college, you could get the long distance plan on your phone in your room. Or you could buy those cards. Yeah. And I had mine memorized, right? Like you knew. Yeah. I must have had a long distance send it plan. To my parents. Because I, d- I didn't have a card. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's so weird. We also you had. Know, you don't have to do that stuff anymore. <laughs> did what you write did a paper have? on a typewriter? Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I wrote all of my papers through high school on typing paper. I wrote mine on a cuneiform tablet. No, you didn't. <laughs> I had to take typing class. Oh, me too. And they, Actually, and I literally, my, my teacher put paper over mm-hmm. the keys so, so that I could not look at the keys. Yes. And she would tape the paper. So I that told I, the kids, I was like, I want you guys to take a typing class. And they looked at me like I had horns I will tell growing you, out of my I, forehead. But I will tell you, I looked at my mom the same way, but it is the best thing that she ever did for me. Agreed. But, they, but they've been doing, they've been typing since they were born. With their thumbs. With their thumbs. Yeah. So they don't care. Yeah. They're like, we don't need to type. We already know where all the letters are. I, I'm a fast typer. Listen. I have never forgotten any of that. 60 words a minute. Oh, really? We did take typing 75. tests. I remember. Thank you. You show me. Right now? Yeah. I would do it. I would do it too. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I will take a typing test <laughs> no. live on the air. Just kidding. We're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live? After this on My Talk 1071.